Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Um, today I wanted to talk about something that I came up in a, a podcast I was listening to yesterday with Gary Vee. Um, and it was a statement he made uh, that I wanted to kind of talk about, which is, uh, what was it, fake environments. Uh, oh. I'm trying to remember. I think it was fake environments are hurting our kids. Yeah, fake environments are hurting our kids. Um, and the context he was he was speaking from was uh, the fake environments being like, for example, um, uh, the eighth place trophies, the, uh, um, oh, we're going to have you go through this and the expectation is you're never going to fail. And this lines up with something that I've been thinking and considering about quite a bit. And it, it boils down to, you know, if you're not, you're not really learning unless unless you have a certain amount of failure, unless there is a certain point where uh, you're failing at something, either you don't know something or you attempt to do something and you're not able to do it, that is when learning occurs. Because if you're able to just perform out the gate, um, and I dealt with this all the time as a math teacher, uh, that your best student isn't the one that has all the answers. That's, that just means they might be misplaced in your class. Um, best student is usually one that is willing to take the risks and then also be reflective and understand um, what their their abilities are and willingness to work uh, to improve. So those three things kind of mesh together to create what is an amazing student. So... um, same is true with uh, adults as with kids. Uh, the the recipe really is that you need to have somebody who has a desire to be able to perform. And even if it, it, there is an, an ability there uh, innately to make it happen, but that desire needs to be there because and a recognition that they're not able to do it those two things need to happen in order for them to really, one, have the motivation and the uh, the push, the drive to learn whatever it is they need to learn so that they can do that thing that they're not able to do yet. But the only way to know that they aren't able to do that is if they experience some kind of a failure. They attempt it and it doesn't work out. Um, now, I understand that this is... Uh, this is oversimplifying things, of course. Uh, I've had a number of things where, for example, I love cooking and I've done a lot of learning around cooking. Um, and I've attempted to cook things for the first time and uh, had it come off smashingly. But that doesn't mean I knew how to cook it. I mean, I could, I could preload some knowledge because I'd never done it before. And I could go out and learn some initial things. Now, that does not make me an expert. So what I'm trying to get at is that idea of failure. Uh, Failure is kind of a strong and odd word. 
uh, failure implies that there was like no good part of what was done. You did not get what you wanted to get. So it's not like I'd have to, for example, the first time I made curry was for over a hundred people. Um, and it turned out really good. Uh, but what is it the best curry that's out there? Absolutely not. There's people out there that have dedicated their lives to creating, uh, the best curry. Um, there's no way that I, I would say that me on my first go at it, that I am <laughs> at that level. Um, so what I mean by failure is it's not quite, uh, you're able to do it, but it's not at the level that you want it to be at. So it would be very easy for me upon reflection, uh, to say, ah, it's a good enough curry for me. I don't need to learn more about curry and then let it go and it's done. But if I want it to become outstanding, if I wanted it to really be something that somebody who is a curry aficionado would be able to taste and say, wow, this guy really knows what he's doing. And that's interesting. Um, now that if I wanted to do that, I know that I'm not at that level um, because I followed a recipe. I didn't even understand why necessarily I put some of the things in that I put. I went by feeling uh, just ideas of the aromas that were coming off and stuff like that. And that's just based off of my own learning around cooking and uh, a number of senses. Long story short, I you need to ha experience a level of not achieving to that, that point that you want to achieve. And the only way to do that, the only way to know is by doing. So the only way that you can really experience that, and, and I hate using repeatedly the word failure, because again, it implies things to suck way more than they need to. Um, but they have to experience the reality of making something or doing something in order for them to, uh, in order for the student to be able to recognize that, oh, I need to do more. I need to do, I need to be better. Um, it's kind of like a, if you look at somebody who's in uh, track and yes, you, in track's an interesting, an interesting sport because it's one of those where you're, you're performing against yourself. Um, you're trying to, it's not just you're trying to beat other people, but you're also trying to outperform yourself. So in a way, the way that the sport is set up is you're constantly trying to, to do better and better at, um, and, and beat your own times. Um, but it's still also a team sport and you're still competing against other people. So that, that's still, that aspect is still there, but then there's also this, this other piece where you're, you're, when you're practicing and things like that, you're really going against what your, your times are and you have that metric and it's a lot easier to be able to see, am I improving or not? And so I can't remember why I was bringing up track. <laughs> Dang it. I hate it when that happens. Um, but you understand what I'm saying? So what, what, what Gary was trying to get at is a lot of, a lot of the things that we have done have been missteps in terms of raising our youth is these, this idea of eighth place trophies or this fear of allowing them to fail 
or not do as well. Now, everybody, you get participation trophies that just by showing up, uh, you get treated the same as the person who won the whole shindig. And <clears throat> that's kind of what he seems to be pressing against. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm still trying to get over this cold. So um, that's what he seems to be trying to press against. And I would agree with that. If you look at even, um, I'm, I'm in the state of Washington and here, we just had a change in our legislation. They changed the number of credits required to graduate. And basically what they changed them to are exactly the number of classes that you take in high school. Now, I'm not suggesting that in order for you to learn, you have to fail a class. Uh, not suggesting that at all. But the reality is, is for some students, um, the school system is a stretch. Uh, it's difficult. And, um, and, and, and there, there's going to be failure. But what I find is more intriguing for me is the kids that are pushing themselves to try to learn more, learn um, at a deeper level than what their current capabilities are. Um, if they experience failure, we should be, our society should be in a, in a position where failure should be seen as an opportunity for learning or an opportunity for growth, not a label that is going to, that is going to, um, reduce the worth of a person. And so, I think that's really what he was trying to get out, and I wholly agree, and it needs to be built into our education system, um, that when we are doing grades and things like that, the problem we have right now is you get labeled with an F, whereas if you're, whereas if you're, uh, you get labeled with an F, Whereas if you're in another type of a system that's more about continuous improvement, you don't get labeled with an F. Really what it is is on the standard, you're able to do X, Y, and Z, but you have not proven that you can do um, A, B, C. So you learn things until you can prove that you have learned A, B, C. So... That's that's what I'm trying to get at is changing the, the 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 change that needs to happen needs to really happen around this idea of grading. Um, we have the same problem with uh, if you've ever done evaluations of somebody's work. Really, what you're doing is you're taking a very uh, generalized system that's not gonna really give you a really it's not gonna give you a good framework to show appreciation for the work that, a, that somebody brings to a business. So that's what I'm trying to say is the way that we're assessing and grading kids or in this environment is not conducive to uh, this idea of a continuous improvement. And because of that, we have the same feelings about failure or about losing um, which is that it becomes a label 
rather than just the state that you are currently in. And it doesn't have to always be that way. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, and then I, I really wanted to put that question out there. Like, what what could we do? What could we do to change things so they could be more realistic? I mean, I talked a little bit about the assessment piece and the grading piece. But I think also, like, uh, how can we turn our our school system into a more more of a, a sandbox kind of a situation where you're learning through this, you're messing around with some things. And in that messing about, you start creating things and then you get a desire to understand something more. And then you could pursue that more. So it's something else I've been thinking about and wondering about. So that's today's podcast. I appreciate you for uh, listening. Um, I enjoy learning together and I will be talking to you tomorrow. Bye.